0: Hey everyone, I'm Rachel, a walking juxtaposition and wearer of many hats. I live with my wife and triplet daughters in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm a book fanatic and author of You Are Not the Thoughts You Think.
1: And I'm Megan, a stay-at-home mom and entrepreneur residing in Dallas, Texas. I live with my husband, two kids, two dogs, and two cats. I'm a fitness and mental health enthusiast. And in between the busy life of being a mom and wife, I'm the owner of my small business called The Love Within Us, where we focus on spreading love and light through self-empowerment.
0: Good morning. Good morning. It's nice to get to talk to you on a Thursday and have a little bit more time to like chit chat ahead of time and everything.
1: I know. I know. Well, we haven't, we normally meet at least twice a week to try to get ahead on podcast. And we haven't had that opportunity and life has been happening. And so it's almost like, oh, I never, I I haven't seen you in forever, but now I get to see you twice this week. I know it's so much better. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, you brought up a great topic this morning and I'm really excited to talk about it. And the interesting thing was when you sent me the voice message, Mm -hmm. telling me what you were thinking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, the word popped into my head right before you even said it too, Mm -hmm. because you were talking about, um, uh, small businesses, which were both entrepreneurs of of small businesses. And, and I was thinking, yeah, this is going to be great. What's our word. And then you were like, maybe support. And I was like, yeah, support.
1: Yeah. What's our word for the today is support. I I feel like there are so many things we can talk about in regards to support, you know, supporting families, supporting um, spouses, supporting your children, supporting small businesses. How do you support? What does that look like? When do you support? When do you need support? Like there's just so many aspects of that word.
0: Absolutely. And it ties into so many things. And of course, I started off with looking at the definition And I seem Uh to prefer the Merriam-Webster, but what was interesting when I looked at the definition of support is the first definition says to endure bravely or quietly. Huh? Say that again. To endure bravely or quietly. To endure. Yeah. To me, that's lacking support not needing support. Yeah.
1: Cause you're doing it on your own kind
0: of right. thing. Hmm. That was really interesting. I was like, really to endure bravely or quietly. To okay. Bear, basically.
1: Y- I was going to say, yeah, going back to like the legs of a chair, the leg is supporting and it's enduring the weight for the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Agreed. It was just interesting that it didn't even talk about another thing. Like, yeah, the the legs are supporting the base of the chair. There's something else. To me, it's a a support involves two two things, the supporter and the supportee. For sure. I thought that was interesting that that definition didn't even mention two pieces. Hmm. And that was Merriam-Webster. That was Merriam-Webster's first definition. The second definition has A, B, and C with multiple sub points. And it kind of aligns more with my standard definition of my head of support. So it has like to promote the interests or cause of, to uphold or defend as valid or right, to argue or vote for, assist, help, to act with like starring, like a star actor, to bid and bridge. So as to show support for the card game, to provide with substantiation. So like to support an argument and it has more, but that to me that aligns more with what I was expecting to read. So it was surprising to me that the first definition to endure bravely or quietly doesn't even speak of su- like what I would think of supporting like a second, a second object or thing or person or whatever.
1: Yeah. The, the first definition that came up for me, it says, well, and, and also support can be a verb or a noun. So it can right. be used differently. This one says uh, as a verb to bear all or part of the weight of or hold up, which I immediately think of, you know, if I'm supporting Michael, I'm helping him bear that weight so he doesn't feel alone or do it, you know, by himself. So it's not so heavy for him. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I think applying it to relationships is the first thing that comes to my mind too Mm-hmm. And I think one of the questions that popped in my head was maybe it's not a question, but like how it relates to love languages.
1: Mm, yeah. And
0: yeah. Like you're, you feel supported differently. And uh-huh. I think you can give support differently. Like, for example, like we're not in a financial spot where we could, like, we more need support than we can give it at this point. But I still want to be able to support my loved ones. And so Mm -hmm. I have to think of different ways that I can do that where it's still supporting. I'm not just, you know, adding fluff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and I think that brings up a valid, you know, just support isn't always a financial thing. And just like a love language says, are you supporting with affirmations because that person's love language is words of affirmation? Or are you supporting because they just need more quality time? And I think on the opposite side of that, that person also has to be able to kind of tell us too, maybe how they need to be supported. And I think sometimes in relationships that gets lost because it's the idea of, well, you should just know what I need. And I may think I know what you need, but I may be wrong. And then it's like, she doesn't know me, blah, blah, blah. No taken time for Michael and I to figure out those things, right? And practice when I have my days where I'm really anxious. The first thing, well, A, I tell him today is not a good day. I feel really anxious. I don't know what to do. And then the first thing he will ask me is how can I help you today? What will make you feel better? How can I support you? And I have to know me, that self-awareness to say, I need to sleep right now. Can you take care of the kids? So I have to be able to tell him how I need that support. And ultimately I feel supported because he was able to do that, you know? Yeah. so um, I think for both parties, there just has to be that open form of communication. And even if I have a friend that is struggling, I may think they're looking for advice. And so then I give advice and, you know, maybe they get offended that I'm giving them advice that they wouldn't take or do or agree with when really they just needed me to listen. So a lot of times I've tried to do what Michael does with me and I just say, how can I support you today? Mm-hmm. Can I just be present for you? Do you need me to just listen? Do you want to just vent? Do you Are you looking for advice? Yeah. The days that I am
0: have like you where I'm really anxious and a lot of times I don't, I don't know if it's a lack of self-awareness, but I cannot, I don't know what I need. What would be helpful? I, I can't put words to it. I, ha, I don't know what it is. And sometimes if I'm feeling very overwhelmed, just having Jen or anybody just come sit with me while I do the things, I don't even need your help. Like You can be sitting there on your phone, you can be doing something else, but to just like be a person next to me is helpful for me. And I think that even applies as a small business because I've been doing these vendor booths that you've started doing a couple too. Um, but it's lonely. And especially if you yeah. if you don't have vendors next to you that you hit it off with and can chit chat with or you're positioned in a place that you can't really talk to other people. Mm-hmm. It can be really lonely to just be sitting there for hours yeah. with your- oh, yeah. Products, it's very vulnerable, and so just your having, thoughts get in your head, and yes, and you can't really like go do something else, like no, nope. get busy yeah. because you need to look approachable and that you're there. So you're sitting there staring at people for for hours, uh, but yeah. sometimes like even with those, I, I feel better even with when I have the kids with me, even if I'm by myself and I'm now having to juggle that, it's not stressful for me because I have that company with me. I have them for sitting sure. there. Um, or when Jen comes to sit and I think just visiting, if you have a friend who is doing a booth and, you know, and you have got that free time going and supporting them by talking with them sitting there. And I think it helps too, with people seeing that there's someone at your booth and they want to come see what's over there too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, support doesn't have to be like you mentioned financial,
1: or it it, yeah. Or anything. It just, yeah, it just it can be your presence, your presence. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's important to know and say, like when, if Michael comes and asks me that question and I'll say, I don't know, can you just sit with me? Cause I actually recall after Charles was born, I, I had a way more anxiety Than I ever did with uh, June. I really didn't experience that with her uh, postpartum, but with Charles, I had a lot of very, and you know, anxiety. It's just it is uncomfortable. It is a very uncomfortable thing to feel. I think it's important to also know yourself to be able to say, "I don't know what I need. I just need you to sit with me." And sometimes sitting in the silence with someone that you love and care about just it means the world. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Man, talking about this and realizing that, that the support that I need a lot of times is just someone's presence is like a shining, a big mirror mm-hmm. <laughs> up for like with my U-Band business, for example, that's where I back off. I get stressed out about it. it may not even be that business. It's about life in general, but when I'm stressed out, I, I back off and I keep stuff to myself.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I'm not uh, as present on social media and I'm not very good at texting back right away and all those things. I'm realizing now that with a business like that, where it's online and virtual all over the country, how much of an impact negatively that that can have on uh, my team and my teammates and stuff when I'm not there, when I'm not present. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. like they can come and get a hold of me. I'm like I disappear. Yeah. I hear this a lot of people saying like you you should give what you want, what you're lacking, you need to give. So I'm realizing now like that's I need to be more present because that's the type of support that I prefer is presence.
1: Yeah. And even in that statement, even though there's truth to that, that doesn't make it easy. Oh, it's super hard. <clears throat> but I think that self-reflection piece is the important part. I feel like I find that in people's relationships, you know they'll just put blame or well he just doesn't know or they don't feel supported uh, emotionally, mentally, things like that, but it's also because that person hasn't been upfront with what they need and people can't read your minds. And I find that I'm, I wanna show up for certain people in my life and I'm struggling with how to. And even when I ask, how can I be here for you? I'm met with silence or unsure. Maybe that's because they are actually unsure and they're, they're working on that self-reflection piece. Um, I, I, I think that's an important part.
0: That self-reflection part's really the hard part. Cause I still battle it that is. with understanding, yeah. um, even like we talked about in the last episode of like, what are my feelings about this? Yeah. But then like, to me to say like, what do I need from someone else is, is even more difficult because you have to do like the feelings first. Yeah, you know, I'm mm-hmm. feeling overwhelmed. Why am I overwhelmed? You have to step through all of it. And then how can this person help me? Um, and then beyond that, it's even hard. It's hard to ask. It's hard to, to tell someone like, Hey, I need, I need you yeah. to do this.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that because this week has been fairly difficult. It's been a couple weeks of one or multiple uh, members of this family has uh, been ill or not well. And Charles has been home all week this week. And it's been hard when you're running a small business and you're trying to to get orders out, you know, make orders that are, that you have to do um, stock for a show, things like that and you know, family comes first, but I have looming over me these obligations that I need to do. And it's, it's hard. So I did multiple times this week ask, Michael's mother doesn't live very far from us. She's retired. So I'm able to uh, reach out to her. And, and I, I, I don't ask for a lot of help just because I don't know, maybe there's that I can do it. You know, it's going to yeah. be really hard and I might complain, but I can do it. You know, but I, I finally was just like, I need help. Can you please watch him? <laughs> like I need, I need just three hours of dedicated um, attention to my business. And it ended up being yesterday and it was so helpful. It was hard because he didn't feel well and I felt guilty for not being there for him, but Didi was there and she's a loved one. He loves her. And I know that he's obviously in good hands, but I had to break down and ask for that help or I don't want to get him out because he was having uh, tummy bug issues. And so I really didn't want to take him inside a store anywhere. So I asked, you know, I even asked her, do you have, do you have Gatorade? She offered to go get some. I said, no, don't worry about it. She's like, no, please let me go get it for you. And so it was just, incredibly helpful and I'm just thankful but it, it took me asking and uh, her saying no let me go get that for you you know those are forms of support I just felt real grateful and and despite how hard this week has been and it's not been like hard right it's just it's been challenging and I and I try to not say hard so much although I I find myself still doing that but it this week has proven to have many challenges um, and hurdles. And I have found myself in a place of gratitude, despite all that. And I'm just, I'm again, I'm like really thankful for that.
0: The support is vital.
1: Yeah. And there was something you said when
0: we talked earlier, where you were saying like, as it applies to small businesses, but you were saying like supporting each other and rooting for each other. And my brain immediately went to root rooting you're supporting you're rooting you're making roots and like roots support trees right um and so without if you use that analogy then without the roots the tree falls over like the wind just blows you over yeah and that those roots are that important those supports
1: so you could kind of say the the roots of our lives are Spouses, family, friends. It's um, all that support that you don't see. It's all underground. Yeah. So we see yeah.
0: the trunk and the leaves and everything. And we give that the credit. You know, the trunks, the sturdy trunk. That's what's holding up the tree. But it's really not. It's the support of all the leaves that are under there or the leaves, the roots that are under there oh. providing the support.
1: Absolutely. I um, have been wanting to actually do like a little segment on this, but I'm going to bring it up here because I think it's, I think it's important, but as a small business, and I'm on Etsy uh, frequently, I don't, I don't have my own Etsy, but I go there to look at items and and whatnot and I'm on forums and a lot of people will say people will buy something from me and not message me that there was a problem with the order, and then they just leave me a really terrible review yeah. and I was thinking about that with small businesses, especially ones on Etsy who if the person doesn't even have many reviews to begin with that's detrimental to their small business. I saw a meme or one of those word things where it said, you know McDonald's could get your order wrong a hundred times and you would still go to their place, but you have one small negative experience with a small business and you shut them out forever and it's like is that fair and I think that's where that forms of confrontation come in and having to have maybe those like difficult conversations but it could have been as simple as my box showed up uh, the box was ruined and so my thing was broken on the inside and it's like well a that person (laughs) didn't ship you a broken Mm -hmm. box that was the shipping carrier's responsibility. But but now this small business's name has been slathered. Whereas it's easier to go to, I guess, a McDonald's worker and be like, you ruined my stuff, blah, blah. And somebody gets really angry about it. And it's like, well, you're not really talking to the actual owner. You're just talking to an employee. Whereas in small businesses, you really only have one employee or a small handful of people that work there. I feel like this is a good reminder that Whatever positive experience you have with a small business, whether it's the small business who comes and cuts your trees, or you did buy something from Etsy or someone at a craft show and you really enjoyed their product or item that you bought. It's like reminding yourself, like, I should go in and just give them a positive review. Yeah. I love that. It's supporting by having,
0: um, what's the right word, having grace, of course, but like having positive assumptions when something goes wrong, you know? Yes. Yeah. Assuming like, oh, important. they probably feel terrible. Uh, I know they would want to make this right. Cause it's, I mean, all of those little things are, are hard on small businesses. Cause we're, it's especially like people like us where it's like a one-man show and we're yeah. learning the lessons as we go, where these big companies have all these massive systems in place. Mm-hmm. And, We may need to. We need to know if something shipped to you and broke, because then we need to change how we ship things. We're learning all of that as we go.
1: Yeah, and that should be a private message that has been sent or emailed to you to uh, say that every situation is different, so it could be anything. But I'm talking about the small things like that, where that was out of the owner's hands, right? And then they're getting slandered because of it. But also just going back to reviews in general, in my opinion, and I feel like I'm sure there's some stat out there about it, but usually if someone's leaving a review, it's probably because they're upset. And it's funny that when people are really upset, they're willing to sit down to take the time to write this really terrible review, because I've got to tell people that this, this person did blah, 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 and they were terrible, you know, whereas it's like, you could have had this amazing experience at even a restaurant with a really thoughtful waiter who really like we've experienced a lot of really amazing waiters who are cognizant of Michael's gluten allergy. And so, and they're very descriptive, gives us separate menu, you know, like brings the chef out to talk to us. You know, it's like, those are the people they deserve our time to say, wow, he did amazing. He deserves a raise, you know, like, yeah, and I feel like there should be more of that, especially like we talked about with the climate of, we feel like uh, climate of the world today. There just needs to be more of that positive reviews and positive affirmation. Agreed. I, unintentionally,
0: I keep thinking how it relates to politics because I feel like a lot of our anger with the world uh, is in uh, United States, at least, is is a lot of the politics. And could we apply that to politics too? Like, could we try, and I'm talking to myself, like, can we try not to complain so much about the shortcomings? Yeah. And when we've noticed something positive, maybe Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe especially when it's not the president you voted for, when there is something that you agree with or that you like, can we have the confidence To be able to say, hey, I
1: liked this. This was great. I actually appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% agree. And and again, it goes back to negative thoughts breed negative action breeds, you know, negative consequences, whereas like positive thoughts breed positive actions. And it's just, it's, it's happier. Yeah. If you just sit in a place of negativity and mind you, that was probably me. Six years ago, I, I felt like that's probably all I did was complain. Thank God I've had friends that stuck around me, but, you know, I'd call it venting. But as I've grown, I just feel like I've learned so much and it's just not good to sit in that. Yeah. It does nobody any good. And like you said, even if it's somebody, you know, politician that you didn't vote for or you don't like, even if it's somebody you don't like, right? Like just positive speak positive. Yeah. Notice it, say it,
0: don't let okay. it go, but they're, you know, I, yeah. Okay. Maybe that was okay, but they're a horrible person. Yeah. You know, that's no yeah. Just let that, let that statement sit. Yeah. And then as we're talking about it, I'm also relating it in my head to uh, self-talk, uh, cause we can leave ourselves reviews, right. Internally.
1: Oh, 100%. So
0: if like, instead of being so eager to write that negative review on myself mm-hmm. in my head of like, oh, you messed this up you did so bad on this provide support for myself by changing that talk to what i would want someone to review my, me as mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe being able to visualize it at the sense of like i'm my own customer
1: mm-hmm.
0: and giving that analogy to it would help with that self talk of if if i were the customer i'm a lot nicer as a customer to other people than i would be to myself you know So I could say, well, how would I want my customer to, to handle if I did this and then treating myself that way?
1: Yeah. Going back to supporting small this year, I've been trying to shop small, whether it's smaller boutiques, even just like small business owners that I've met, um, throughout my marketing experience with with my market going experience. Uh, And just trying to support that way instead of just buying big box stores.
0: Absolutely. Um, And
1: what a time to do
0: that because of course we're in a a situation right now with major shipping delays. Uh, But I am at a point now where I'm finally understanding the frustration with Bezos and the the amount of money this one person has. Yeah, Um, I mean, Elon Musk, obviously he's almost a trillionaire now but knowing how my my purchases support mm-hmm. certain people mm-hmm. and knowing small business owners and what my what little purchase could do for them and their family and how much of a difference oh, yeah. it can make oh
1: that, yeah
0: that's played a big role in in my thinking
1: yeah no absolutely I'm going to be shipping things to friends that don't live in state and even uh, some of like our library friends that are in the area. That's what I've been doing. I've just been shopping small for them. Even uh, for my husband, I I shopped small for him. We did that with my mother-in-law. So really trying to not focus on a lot of things, but kind of those smaller priceless things, if that makes sense. So not a lot, just a really nice special thing that was made. And as you, as you, as you know, um, there's just a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. It has made me realize, uh, how I can try and better support my other small business friends, because I know I would appreciate that too. Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and gift giving through small
0: businesses is a double hit because it's Mm -hmm. doubly good, Uh, Because it also gives that small business a chance to advertise to the person that's Mm -hmm. receiving the gift, because Mm -hmm. I can include a business card or whatever. And now I'm getting introduced to a new market, a new person that's never had this product before because you chose to gift it to them. Um, And then they can tell their friends about it. So it's even bigger as a gift than it is from you buying for yourself. Like that's, that's one level, you know, Mm -hmm. and then gifting it adds like exponential levels. Yeah. support Absolutely.
1: I have, uh, I've enjoyed this topic. I love, I mean, I just really
0: like the analogies that, and the visualizations that I'm able to build. Cause so I'm going to be sitting here thinking about this tree mm-hmm. all day. It helps me as someone who has a hard time processing, um, what my feelings are or what support I need. I think like we did the map Tuesday for Wednesday's mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. putting stuff down on paper like that helps me process it and having it very visual. Mm-hmm. So like having a picturing a tree in my head and of like what my roots need to be, what do mm-hmm. I need better roots for? Yeah. is really helpful for me.
1: I think that's a, that's a journal prompt right there. And it needs to be a self-reflection if, if you're a listener and you're wanting to Uh, self-reflect in that way. That's, that's you draw a tree with roots and you need to ask yourself, what, what do I need? What do I have that I already like and appreciate in that kind of support, but also what do I need? Does it need to change? Ask yourself that. And then, and then ask for that with the people that are around you. This is how I need support in this area it's, again, it was so simple. And I may have mentioned this on the previous episode, but this week has been insane. And I have not touched the ditch, the dishes for like two weeks, for whatever reason, I'm boycotting dishes. I don't want to touch them. I don't want to deal with it. And Michael has come in and every day has taken charge of it. But I asked him, I can't, I'm not doing the dishes this week. Can you please take that over? Boom, done yeah and it's and i don't have to worry about it but it's it's me knowing that and asking for it and so i think you have to as a listener ask yourself that and, and journal about that you may find you learn something new about yourself yeah
0: and i think the flip side too is when someone asks you for support to help them out yeah and i think it's it's really easy too if you're struggling as well and someone asks you for support it's really easy i'm saying, speaking this from experience for me to get like resentful when I really need to take it as a lesson of uh, an example, you know, if they're, they're able to ask for support and so I can go give them support. I'm going to try to go above and beyond to give them support. And then maybe then I'll feel better about asking for the support after. Yeah. Trying not to do like the favor game of like, well, I did this for you, but knowing then later of like how it feels to be supported but really how it feels to support as well. Now that I'm thinking about it, like how good does it feel when someone asks you for something and it's something you are able to do or yeah. give or whatever, and knowing that you were able to provide that for them is so fulfilling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think when you were talking about having that resent resentment or, oh, I did this favor for you, you know, I think that is something that is really common. And I think that just takes practice and that self awareness because the resentment and frustration, or I did this for you, so you do this for me, it, it doesn't help not helpful you know it can kind of only cause a little bit of a hey, bigger rift or popcorn. I will get you popcorn I don't know what I'm saying leave that all in <laughs> no I think
0: it for me it's the it's the n- not letting myself be a martyr you know I yeah yeah I have a, I have a tendency to want to just carry it myself and yeah but I but I still at the same time I'll get mad when I'm not offered support yeah even if I've said no a million times or like, no, it's fine. No. Uh, I still want it offered.
1: So I think that's my own issue. Yeah. I think that's something you've learned, whether, whether you've known that or you're, you're picking up on that right now, but, um, in the future practice stopping and saying, yeah, no, I can't handle this. And I need the help I I have found. And I don't know how much of this I, I should say, but I have found that I'm so grateful when I receive that support, but I feel like a lot of the people that I know don't come to me when they need help, and I I ask myself, do they just not want my help? Do they not do they not like me? Um, do they think I'm not going to give them what they need? why don't they ask me for help because I want to help. I just don't know what they need. And I don't want to give them something and then be mad at me because I did it the wrong way kind of thing. I have found that, um, and I, and I can beat myself up over that. I can over process and overthink that. And well, they just, they don't like me, so they don't want my help, but, but they'll come and help me. You know, I think as someone that is that person that
0: has a really hard time asking for help, it's them, not you, and it's uh, societal pressure. I think it, a lot of it's a generational thing of there's a lot of pressure to to be self-sufficient. And I think yeah. that's a lot from um, previous generations on to our generation. And you see that right now in a lot of the pushback on social media and stuff about uh, the millennial generation. Or the Gen Z generation of like how uh, we need to be more self-sufficient. We and there's so much shame about asking for help and how mm-hmm. you know you should be embarrassed if you have to ask mm-hmm. for help. And I think our generation is doing a much better job at saying no, you should help is good. And that builds community and it builds connection. And yeah, that's what's um, going to say connection. A, yes, and supporting each other is important. Um, and it helps the other person too, to be able to support you. It builds that, that trust more,
1: Um, it deepens
0: the relationship. Yes. So I think a lot of it's getting past some of these ill, I'm trying to think of the right word of like, not, not correct advice that we've been given. (sighs) Yeah. And trying to get past that and, and knowing that it's okay to ask for help. And it actually feels really good when someone asks you, you know, Hey, I could really use your help. I like that. Yeah. When someone asks me, yeah, I'd say most of the time, most of the time I like it. It depends. Like if someone knows <laughs> like that, that I'm struggling financially and they're like, Hey, can I borrow some money? You know, that wouldn't feel very good. Yeah. Um, but like, Hey, I know you're really good at this and I could use your advice or something like that. It feels, yeah, it
1: feels good. Yeah this was such a great topic. I think we already left them with a journal. Do we have anything else we want to leave them with? I have a challenge. I loved the thing you
0: said about reviews and I challenge everyone to go write one positive review for something that even if it was just like, it came as expected, you know, it wasn't anything extraordinary. Then go write that like this arrived as expected works for what I want, but go leave a positive review for someone.
1: I think that's a fabulous challenge. And I am going to do that today. I'm going to challenge myself to three. Ooh, three. Overachiever. (laughs) I'm going to go above and beyond. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. All right. Well, thank you all for being here. And I hope you found some golden nuggets and learned something new today.
0: Yay. Look at us chugging along. We'll see you next time. Oh, my gosh. Today was episode 10 of content it's 11 uh, 11 officially as episode yeah. 11 but 10 10th content episode
1: yes so we've done 10 words because the first one was yeah. just like the introduction yeah. I don't really count that as like an episode episode but like episode 10 oh hi yeah hi yeah we did it
0: we're just we're chugging along
1: and I think it's funny because we haven't even touched
0: very many of our original list.
1: I know. We just kind of, yeah, we just come up with new ones every And day. We're just oh, like, we talk about this. Yeah. So we're not going to do this word anymore. We're going to just go willy nilly and do this one. All right. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye. Hey guys. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you enjoyed our conversation and ultimately found some aha moments that allow you to reflect and take positive action. If you found this episode interesting and helpful, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and even leaving a review. As always, you are worthy, loved,